Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Horsemanship Remark Show. Here we are on Facebook for the second time, actually. And I hope that everybody can find us. So last week, Michael and I ended up having to do the show from Facebook because, let's see, um, because Instagram was not working. And we've been on Instagram for two years, pretty much. So guess where I am? I am in O'Fallon, Missouri, I guess, which is St. Louis, Missouri. And um, I'm here for the Buck Brandman Clinic tomorrow. Buck's not on the show this morning because we are two hours later than normal, right? So um, golf is happening right now. So you're just stuck with me and Michael. Let's see if Michael, oh, did he, here we go. Look. I think so. Julie, hi, good morning. Oh my gosh. I hope that everyone, here we go. See, it works. Hold on, let's see if this works. Uh-oh, that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> All right, there we go, we're back. Close enough, close enough. You have to get used to the, uh... putting my phone up the other way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you normally put it in profile mode? Yeah. But... Oh, interesting. Interesting. Is yours up and down? So, what? Is yours up and down? Oh, I've never put mine in profile mode for the show. I've always put it in landscape. Oh, mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, I'm in landscape okay. too. So the only thing I want to be able to see. Oh. How are we going to see comments? Julie, can you make a comment, please, so that uh, I can figure out where to see them? Anyway, let's start talking, though, Michael, because we have lots to talk about. Do we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what's going on with you? Well, I feel like, what were we talking about last week? At the end of the show last week, we were talking about horse presenting a horse with a and c and then they come up with yeah we need to talk about that more okay well what have you thought about in regards to that and why am i so much taller than you there's nothing i can do about it so fix well i don't know that's why i'm monkeying with the deal trying to figure out do that <laughs> oh, wait, i think wait, wait. you should try to adjust to me I week, week to week every week i'm like how do i make myself the same size as well well now okay. you gotta sit back so i know how where to put my camera. This is so annoying. Julie. Yeah, if I, we can't balance, this is going to be a problem. Yeah, we're going to end up having to switch. But some who I see gently like a good morning, but that's so annoying. Oh, look, here we go. Oh, goodness. Debbie, good morning. Julie, good morning. Look, but I'm having to swipe. That's right. That far, right? I'm looking at the bottom here, and why is, well, anyway, we need to get to talking about horses, but, but I do not know. And Julie, I see that you said good morning. You guys, create a poll. Here we go. I can create a poll. Whoa. I can add light. Look at that. Here, here is, I can, I can write a comment, but I want to see yours comment. 
how do you delete stars? I don't like that. I don't know why that automat um, automatically does it. It's like, what good is that? I want to see the comments. Oh, that's lovely. Can't get mine to do anything. Anyway, so swipe left to reveal comments and reactions. Swipe left. We're going to try. Swipe left. I'm no? Okay, so swipe left. So you guys want to try it again? Because it says swipe left, left to reveal comments and reactions. So left is that way, right? Let's see. One more time. If, we're in, if you're in landscape mode, do you swipe up or down? That's so stupid. If you're in la oh, is that what it is? No, no. Anyway, okay. I'm swiping left and right. And I'm not getting anything here. Uh, and no one can Google it. All right. Well, it's just going to be you and me talking this morning. So that's okay. We can do that. <laughs> and then um, we'll have to deal with this next time. I really thought it'd be obvious, you guys. So sorry about that. We will do a little Recon Googling. Uh, impromptu on Google it. You know, that yeah. Yeah. Googling would be the way to do it. All right. So shall we the talk about that? It's a, well, Missouri isn't that far from me. Had I known you'd be there, still wouldn't have made it. There's just okay. too much going on. But it would have been pretty glad I didn't know you were going to be there. Otherwise, I'd been like, well, you can come to my house. I would have wanted to so badly and not been able to. And so You could come tomorrow. <laughs> How close are you? You can't be that close. Yeah, it's not that close. It's still like, none <laughs> of them are close. I mean, there's every other year this one in eastern wisconsin that i haven't always made it to i generally go to south dakota mm -hmm. with my horse mm -hmm. all right well speaking of your horses what is on your mind um gonna have turnover coming up soon so what's the wrap up i have one more week but Kind of the wrap, wrap up on Celine. Oh yeah. Up. Owner was here yesterday. I was micromanaging the hell out of her. Be Keep because her I had to. I had to for it to go well, right? Mm -hmm. Um she hasn't been able to be here for two weeks, which is very much less than ideal. Um it's not what we had kind of outlined at the beginning was for her to be here once a week and then maybe a couple times a week. And um, so it's been like twice a month. And yet yesterday, Celine did really quite well. But again, with me micromanaging a lot of, whoa, stop right there. We're headed in the wrong direction. Adjust this. Um, I, got, I just didn't let it devolve, which I realize it's not going to be the reality when she goes home, but she also is kind of halfway expecting when she gets home to kind of just turn her out, interact minimally, and then bring her back next year. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I don't, I don't think would be a bad idea. But she did say, well, how about when I'm feeding everybody else with a nose bag and, you know, or everybody with a nose bag? I'm like, 
wait a second, wait a second, let's just not do that, right? I mean, it's it's one thing if you can drive her away without any concern whatsoever and be like, hey, give me space while I throw this nose bag on and you wait your turn, but you just can't. I mean, um, like all this micromanaging, helping her to like, whoa, tone it down. Okay, you need to firm up there and be assertive and like helping her find that line because it is very thin. Um, she just requires a lot of experience feel. <laughs> so after all this, after all this, we turn the horse out. And I'm like, okay, now drive her away. And she just like kind of jumped at her, not like physically jumped at her, but the way she, you know, threw her hands up and went with the rope and halter and just kind of wow, like, oh, no, slow down. And just like kind of ask her to go away with a little feel and like let it take a moment for her to go okay and make the decision and go. Um, but even, even so, she like kind of jumped at him like, whoa, whoa, stop. Again, micromanaging. And she stopped, Celine came right back. She's super friendly. And I was like, okay, like try that again. Like ask her nose to go away and then just ease her off. And then as she goes away, just kind of loft a little energy out there saying, no, actually leave. And it went well. Um, you know, there's little, little things I would have done differently. So that makes you nervous because like really innocent stuff, like she turned away and didn't think about kicking, but she really didn't get her to head away from her. She did turn, she did leave, she yielded, but I would have, you know, and this, this is the sort of thing where you do it without thinking about it, like your, your expectation for what you want to see is like I'm not super conscious of what I'm doing and why until someone else does it and I'm trying to help them do it so I'm like you needed to send her away a little bit more to where she was like I'm leaving rather than just I turned and drifted away from you like you needed to say go away from me in order for the next time for her to still have in her mind I must leave when you send me away rather than I kind of just on my own drift away. Well, there's a lost opportunity where you could have easily, because she was already going, said, go a little more for me. So I said, okay, let's try it again. Having After having told her that, send her away. And she kind of went away, but kind of arced around almost in a circle, which again, I was like, okay, that was good. She yielded like that was fine but i would want her to like turn and go away like go away from me over toward the feeder go get some hay go you know leave and then you can come back to me and i'll pet you i'm not chasing you out of here so like just that at the end is like there's so many little elements that and you said she has a herd of horses or a group she has several horses. She has this mare's mother and she is fox hunting. The reason I say that is just because oh. if you watch horses in a herd, yeah. like that part is super obvious. Yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not just like kind of turn away. Yeah. It's like, oh. and, and even if it's not violent, yeah, it's like move until you're moving, yeah. like legit moving. And I am directing you like that is, I feel like something I learned from the horses. Yes, but how, 
Tony, I mean, that's been a theme lately. I don't know if Kim's joining us or if she... We don't know, you guys. Sorry. Or if she listens afterward. I think she does, but, and I'm not sure, maybe I mentioned it last week, Kim is doing phenomenal with Aveja. Um, Lots of really good changes. Mm -hmm. You did. Um, But a, a big part of the theme is, and I mentioned this kind of that first week I had Celine, how important it was not just to get her going and not just to send her forward at a trot and have her come to a walk and still be walking, but have her flowing, right? Have her come out of the trot into the walk and not be still kind of having this backward head up feel. And so when Kim's generally been working with a Bea, there hasn't been that head up, push back, like held back thing, but just kind of a, like I go, but there's not, it's like, no. And this is over the course of several weeks, Kim has really kind of started to see this and affect changes here that it's not just get her to move from point A to point B. And this was the idea with Celine sending her away. It's not get her to go from right next to you to over there. It's the energy and attitude and mindset with which she's going from point A to point B. Is there, like with Abeja, going up and around on a United Arc, is she moving herself forward? Or are you asking and then she's kind of making her way there, has a nice arc to her body, stepping under with the inside hind to create that arc, but there's no commitment to going there. Um, Which it turns into pedaling yeah. when you're yes, right. Exactly. And, yes. and if you start, if you fall into pedaling with Celine, forget it. Like she will very quickly go, you're not actually, you're not actually in charge. You're not actually the one that's directing yeah, the show. Just, so I will kick out and it's picky. shut down. Yeah. yeah, instead of directing, yeah. And Abeja will just kind of go blank, you know, not blank, like shut down, but just like whatever. <laughs> this is kind of boring. Um, and that then I, had, then I had all the gals from up north down yesterday and they weren't here last month. So it feels like I haven't seen them in forever. Um, You're so, I'm so, so jealous. Like, I was just hammering on that with all of them. Um, at one point, I'm like, hopefully I'm not just like overwhelming you with my intensity on this thing. But, and it's basically that when the horse drives another horse away, they don't just get them to kind of move. There is a mental yielding that takes place that sometimes it's it's very soft like the, the yielding is not a big deal because the horse is just like okay whatever so it's not like they have to go fast it's not like they have to go you know with any kind of drama it's not like it even has to be a big mental shift because if they're just already yielding there's no shifting that needs to happen they're just going well you're in charge i'm gonna fade away from you here yeah the only like like thing is- you were saying you're directing rather than driving or a a coming in of pressure that creates this collision or this um uh, i don't know what the word i'm looking for is 
it's just, hey, move out of the way and the horse is yeah, well, you know, just floating well, away from you or moving together, right? In the context of, you know, us directing a dance. And it's a, it's a very, very fine line, but I think it's one of those fine lines that makes all the difference. It's, it was, it goes back to that question that I had a, a couple weeks, months, I don't know, at the clinic, the, the two day that I had where it's like, well, okay, so you're saying drive with the coils, remember? That's a, it's mm -hmm. the same thing. And it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, except no, because what you're trying to do is direct. And I've been thinking about this because what is the difference? So to me, one of the differences is that the horse understands their responsibility to move their own body or their empowerment, you could even say, to move their own body. Mm -hmm. And so when you are directing and the horse is then going where they should be, there's, that is a totally different situation than driving them away. Mm -hmm. A completely different situation. And that's what's so hard with Celine because I'll be working with her going, this is so like, maybe not perfect, but so willing and together. And there's just no me having to firm up anywhere. There's, there's just my energy rising and hers going and just flowing one thing into the next with little touching up here or there on balance. But then I hand her to the owner or even I had River work with her the other day just to see like how is she going to respond to river and river is seeing what she's capable of so she's being careful of not just jumping at her or doing way too much or just going right to spotting her so she is being on the like feeling all that outside but that turned into not firming up enough soon enough that she it was kind of like wishful okay go go and then nagging and it was very quickly, not like went to Celine being real extreme, but you could just see right away Celine was going, she was getting irritated with it because it wasn't direct enough. And it's just like, wow, that and is also because it's phenomenal. What? What's that? And also because it's disempowering for the horse. Mm -hmm. What's confusing? Maybe, not always, right? Because for instance, let's just take riding again, but any sort of sending, if, if you are directing and allowing instead of driving and releasing pressure. But even directing has a measure of energy. Sure, except for I think that what you're when you're talking about getting hooked on to each other and getting in flow, then it's 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 so much. I guess hooking on is a great, is a good way to say it, or well, we could say connecting, or any of those words that really apply. And then it's just following a feel. But if you're driving and yeah if you're if you're because then it's a disconnection right i'm driving my horse and the horse goes yeah and well, okay so let's say you're attempting at flow 
I'm like, right. this horse, this horse can flow with me and I'm not driving to get it to happen. That's right. For the most part. But there is an energy in me that is not driving. It is like if you're dancing, you can't just dance with no energy in your body. Right. And so the two cases, the owner at first, like basically traumatized by her experiences with this horse, very intimidated. I'm like, you cannot be shirking back while you're trying to drive her away. Like it just will not work. Then the only thing you have is you're driving her with a flag, but it's completely contradictory with everything your energy is saying, which is like obvious, but it was hard for her to be, be even the slightest bit assertive with her presence when she's afraid of this horse, basically. Um, so there was the one, and then with River, she wasn't afraid of the horse, but she was, there was a reserved element because she didn't, and that, well, I don't know, but that's exactly what I said to both of them is it has to be a life of believability in you that we're doing something together. And then if she doesn't, then you can follow through. But if, if you're like, oh, okay, I wanna be careful, and that causes your involvement in the dance on a, you know, oh, there's life and energy in my body and we're doing something, to be blocked or diminished because of your wanting to feel the horse out you're careful to the point of not dancing anymore like thinking of you know someone learning to dance or learning to direct someone and they're like so unsure of what they're doing that they're not really taking control and directing their partner and like well then you, float, you know, moving the energy in places so even if it's not driving it has to be directed Otherwise, it has to be and there has to be energy it's not just directing like some <laughs> guy directing traffic into a parking area you know spot you know like the high school that's just waving their arm like go over here but they're not even looking at where the cars are coming or where they, i'm just supposed to stand here and wave this flag they're not even doing their job they're just shaking their arm you know yeah and and engagement from the person of course yeah of course it's tricky though and it's and it's super tricky when i was a little bit thinking about this with feather because there there were a couple times i don't suppose you watched that video I mean, yeah <laughs> i watched the first see, part of it you'll see that there was like one time where i had to be just ready to move enough like i did i could not afford to be flat-footed in that moment right so i thought about that in the moment and then also watching it back is just you know you have to again you have to be ready but very directive also and confident because it can't it cannot be this it there's a difference between being ready and being fearful but as you say with this gal, it's like, even if she knew how, how to be, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult situation because it's hard to get to be that way. But I well, guess- what Yeah, it is, 
is this what you're meaning when you say a difference between ready and fearful? Like you can be ready, like I'm on guard, I'm aware, I'm alert, but that, that's kind of here rather than I'm ready to direct somewhere rather I, than I'm guarded. Yeah, there was just, I think there was a moment where it was probably the first time I drove her shoulders or something like that. The very first time I drove her shoulders and like I was 95% sure it was going to work, but if it didn't work, I really needed to be able to get out of the way. But you can't get out of the way before it has worked or not worked. <laughs> right. But if it doesn't work on this wild thing, you know, then you, you can't be naively standing there like, you know, you know I'm for sure what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. of course happened yeah. when I was first touching her or first getting her confident, you know, with me is like, you can't just go up and snuggle this thing. Mm -hmm. Gotta be like, Hey, um, you know, are we going to make it <laughs> right? We probably are like, I'm pretty sure, but it would be naive to think that you're 100% sure. No. So with Celine, it makes me think of it because although it's very difficult, it's very difficult when, when I think a person, it's handy if a person has practice being a bit more leadershipy. But when so it's handy if they're not scared of the horse, it's hard to be leadershipy if you're like, like you say, on guard, but on guard in a, I'm ready to shirk back or I'm, I'm trying to keep myself from shirking back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that's what it is. I'm, I'm like ready to, I don't know, but you're saying with her in that moment, you had to be ready to do that. Just and in I, case. There's been, there's been plenty of times with Celine where I have been backing away to keep from getting, you know, attacked keep myself safe, but still trying to drive her away. I mean, you've seen horses do that too. They're butt to butt. And one is like, I'm losing. I have to like, I'm being pushed away, but I'm still asserting myself trying to say no. And I'm giving ground right now, but I am not giving up. I am still you know, fighting for my authority. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and like with Feather, you know, I knew exactly the plan and if it didn't, if, but there's, I guess all I'm saying is there's a casual way when you're like basically a hundred percent sure, you know, there's a, there's a casual way of applying things where it's like, you know, that this is going to work, but when there's still some of those unpredictable reactions that you just don't a hundred percent know yet mm -hmm. then you can't be naively standing there flat like i said flat-footed because you might need to, to move to save yourself mm -hmm. and to not make it a huge deal so that you can keep going i have a yeah. funny katniss story to tell you but i don't want you to lose your train of thought not not too much a train of thought but another interesting thing on celine <laughs> this this kind of well it very much surprised me so <clears throat> she's been doing all this. It's been going good. I've been kind of being like, no, stop. 
you're headed in the wrong direction, adjust this, you know, kind of micromanaging her. But it's it's going well with that and she's adjusting things. Anyway, so she's standing there <clears throat> and I'm, you know, I don't know about 10, 12 feet away, maybe a little bit more from Celine, just kind of off a little bit behind her. And she's like off on the same side of Celine, but out in front of her a little bit with a lead rope. And I'm just like demonstrating to her, not driving Celine, but just probably just talking with my hands, being like, you have to be asserting your, or whatever I was saying, right? And I'm going like this and Celine, me not even really, really meaning to move her, turned and lined me up and was like ready to back into me and kick me, right? And But I wasn't even meaning to drive her at all. I wasn't even thinking of driving her. I was just projecting energy. But because I was behind her, she went, don't like this. And uh, I was like, wow, like that, that gut response of hers is strong, right? Like it's going to come up really easily. So then she got all nervous because I'm like, you stay there. Like we got to get we got to address this. It didn't take a lot, but I went and got my rope because here I am. Like, I got to be far enough away, especially because she has the rope. It's as if no one has the rope and she could just back into me because it's not like the owner is going to be assertive enough to block real well. I got my 12-foot rope and I just kind of drove and kind of did a little bit like what I was doing when I was talking to the owner. And when she kind of thought about kicking me, I just started whirling that rope ready to make my helicopter pretty big and whack her on the rear end if she didn't think about yielding. But as I got a little bit more of a presence, truly this time directing her, she was like, okay, now I got to yield. And then we did that a few times either side. But initially, the first time I did that with the intent to drive, she had it cross her mind. Maybe I should, you know, kind of swing over there and think about kicking out at you. So that was interesting because I'm just like a, a decent amount of ways away from her, not projecting any energy intentionally toward her. I'm sure projecting energy because I'm like demonstrating projecting energy. And she was just like, don't like it. Also habit, right? Yeah. 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 So. Like I perceive this, I'm going to do. Yeah. So that was, that was like, wow. Like, that's a tall order. I, I know it house. is like, yeah. and yet, yet it's so hard because it's like you have a really nice horse. Like there's nothing wrong with this horse. Really nice horse. I've been riding her a little bit. The goal wasn't, you know, I'm not trying to start her or anything. I'm just trying to get her to yield. But I needed more variety in the yielding. Like let's yield in more ways. So I've been riding her some and. It really was pretty easy going off the bat, but um, you know, then there's times where it's cropped up where she's like, okay, I don't want to go to that, that end of the arena or kind of not lining out and going straight and ducking and dodging where she's thought about going, mm, I don't want to. And I pretty, pretty quickly and assertively got through that. But you can see that would easily become a thing if you weren't assertive enough where she'd stop and kick out or kick at your leg or get all pissed off. But I mean, if you don't let it go there, like, she's like, oh, okay, I'll go forward. And then it just really 
pretty easy. I mean, it takes some directing to get her to line out and like truly commit to forward and on a line and all that. But that's pretty typical young horse stuff when you get them out in the open and there's these things influencing them. You got to know, stay between legs and reins and let's just go. But the the idea of yielding is not difficult for her. It just, given the pattern, given the habit, you have to be assertive enough to say, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just hang here timidly or back off mm -hmm. if you try to intimidate me. I'm gonna say, no, let's go. And, uh, you know, so it's hard to be like, yeah, she's so dangerous, you gotta, you know, but you have to have experience, and you have to have feel, which is just freaking uh, tough, you know? So I sent, Lucky went home. Uh-huh. And as a, I, maybe, who knows, maybe the meal is different, I suppose, but I, I, I am, he made so many changes that surprised me and yet i you know so but i i wonder how much it's gonna stick because of the the, the sureness now different situation because he was not aggressive in any way but he was so unconfident and so for him to unfold and be like, ta-da, you know, and you just wonder without feel, which is, I always, I'm a little hesitant to say that, but any kind of rushing or, uh, even though it was, it was quick once it got, once it got rolling, but it's, it's, it working with these two and Stephanie's working with Fjord now, <clears throat> but she's very much the same thing. If you don't have feel, she's just going to check out and go, how can I evade this? You know, she hasn't done it for a while, but I know she'll go right back to screw you and I'm leaving. And it was interesting when we first I did the first few rides, I think we were kind of swapping back and forth. But anyway, first riding her, her first thought was jackknife and go to the left. Just like like she did on the lead rope, which they hadn't ridden her first couple rides. And her first thought was evade pressure, or the answer is just wheel and go to the left, really hard left. And so it Even took- When you picked up the right rein or? Just asking her to go forward. Uh-huh. And it wasn't like she was even saying, I'm not gonna go forward. She's just like, pressure coming in rather than just flow forward with it i'm going to first try to jackknife and go left right and jack knife is the right word but you know because you say jackknife and kick you not but just like 180 sharp turn with the nose to the left so it took a lot at first to just consistently and there was no blocking it with the right rein because she went so quick and from the ground your angle or from the back you know that rope gets, the rain gets around her neck. There was no, there was no block, especially because like you've hardly used your lead rope in rain from the saddle. And I'm trying to think, I don't know if just moving her off the initial times 
that a walk was it, but as soon as I think it was moving into the trot, as soon as you asked for a little bit more, she was like, check out. So what'd you do? Walk with my left hand coils on that side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, it was a, a fair bit. And then when, <clears throat> when I had Stephanie take over, you know, however many rides it was, you know, I don't know if it's how much of it's experience and how much of it's just I'm relatively comfortable just throwing some pressure in there and being like, no, you're going to yield in a bit of a maybe domineering way, like just no. <laughs> But Stephanie was trying to do that. And I'm like, you need to be firm enough to truly change her mind. And she was getting her to yield. And it's kind of the same thing with Celine walking off. Like she would get her to turn and go off the other way. And then she'd go again. She, I'm like, she's going to keep trying it until you block enough that she goes, my mind has been changed. That idea is not going to work. <clears throat> so it's not that Stephanie wasn't presenting it with feel but she was creeping up too slowly on closing the door mm -hmm. and yeah there's well, times there's times and situations and horses where you can do that and you just repeat and they make the decision but the decision wasn't being made you know and so i think finally i did i don't know if i hopped on or maybe just for from the ground, I changed her mind because she'd go the other way and I'd just block it really quick with the flag, you know, just stepping into the position to say, no, you're not going that way because we did already established that, you know, loosen the round corral, moving her around. She kept wanting to turn to the left. As soon as you didn't have a lead rope on her, you asked her to do more. She just wheeled the left. So pretty well, any new thing you tried, she goes, okay, let's wheel the left. That's just the way I do this. And we'd work that out pretty easily moving her around the round pen. So I can't remember. I think that might be all I did was get in there on the ground. And when she went to turn to the left, I changed her mind with the flag. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it, I don't know, maybe I did get on it. We got her lined out, but for a while there, she was just really trying to turn. I'm like, Stephanie, you have to be firmer to change her mind. And she got it, you know. I don't know where that all came into play. Oh, just how quickly things are going to go back to. Yeah, it's been, and, and the funny thing with, with Lucky is, is it was a, a mindset, a, a mindset versus like a, like a button that was in there versus, you know, I've talked about Noah who is a great example of a horse that was trashed the buckskin and had just had weird buttons in there mm -hmm. that you, you did just have to be like, that's not a thing, man. That's this. No, that's mm -hmm. not, not it. Because it was crazy things like, you know, running into a wall or spinning around or laying down or, you know, it was things that it had to be like, no. Yeah. Right. And like, this cannot repeat. <laughs> Even though I've heard yeah. in some situations, I think Gary told me a story about uh, a horse that was just really um, 
really, really difficult saddle. Like he would spell the saddle and I think he would have to correct me. I wonder if he's listening, but um, it was like, well, let him spell the saddle as many times as you want. And then eventually you'll outperse this, but probably nicer in almost all cases where you can just be like, that door is not open. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing. I suppose too, like it depends on, in most cases, it's pretty obvious. Like if you're blocking with your coils on the left and there is an obvious open door to the right. Don't you think like, unless there's yeah. some sort of major trauma that happens. Yeah, there's wide open door. It's just the, the belief was, and the horse honestly thought Maybe didn't think this is what they want, but definitely thought this is this is the answer that's going to work. This, Another good example. This is, this is how I buffoon the person into not knowing what to do and me kind of, you know, getting it all to go away. I think a good example of that is the desensitized horse or the horse that's learned to stand still in response to stimulus, you know, then, then when you're trying to show them something else, they're like, yeah, I'm just going to stand still longer. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you, why are you hitting me so hard? You're way more aggressive about this, getting me desensitized to the flag. You actually want to hit me with the flag while I'm supposed to stand like, here this evening. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's the same example uh-huh. though, right? Is like is like some something, some response in, in regards to a stimulus is like when they're short, it's like the, the double edged sort of being sure. Yeah. Even oh. Celine, you know, being sure that that was the solution, even though hers was much more dangerous and much more violent. And and less comfortable, right? Sure. Like the, For the, her, the you mean- horse can get pretty comfortable saying, well, I guess the answer is me standing here. And until you shake that up a little bit, then they get uncomfortable to the point of going, oh, maybe standing here isn't comfortable because you're doing a little bit more than was done. Or like even with, um, with Della, the fjord, like there's no skin off her back to turn to the left. It wasn't like she was upset by it. She didn't like the feel they offered. She knew that door was open, so she took it. And, and I mean, if you remember, like the first day or two, I, I talked about her. I was like, I shut the door, and then she's just like, oh, okay, because there wasn't. There wasn't a feel from me that she was like, this is ridiculous. Why are you chasing me? Yeah. Also her mindset. Look for that door again. Yeah. Her and, mindset and, about like, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to be tough. Is this going to be the same thing there? The gal that labeled her dangerous. She's just an absolute sweetheart. Labeled her dangerous. Is going to come at her with the same feel. It's going to be as if we did nothing. You know, it's just. Uh, it's hard because that's a situation where the owner is not really well the owner doesn't work her horses she has trainers that work her horses but i got sent this one to start and the other gal had been 
not necessarily trying to ride her, I don't think, but it was trying to get her going and created this problem. And so she got sent to me, but the, the other trainer isn't trying to learn from what I'm showing the horse. I'm just supposed to fix the horse and send it back, right? Which, or, you know, Stephanie is working with her now. So that, I mean, that's a, there's a lot of times where you feel like, what is the point? Yeah. Is this even fair to the horse? Like it is in, in some level, like Celine is way more at peace. They have way better chance of this working out. You've at least got a little information for the owner. The owner is bought in, but hasn't had enough time to get the experience she really needs for a horse's, you know, patterned or triggered or having the habits that Celine has. But at least now there's a chance for it to move forward as opposed to her just being afraid of this horse and whatever. With Della, it's like, you feel like, okay, I got you going, here's a good deal. And then you're just going to get rammed back into whatever. And the owner's going to, or the trainer's going to be like, well, you didn't get anything done. Well, you don't have any deal. Sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't want to be a jerk, but you know, it's not my fault. Or the horse's fault. Yeah. No. Uh, but there's a, a plenty of other situations where it's like, this was a delight because the owner is really on board and they're working at it and problems crop up and they come back and they get help and they don't blame the horse and they're really, you know, so th that's the real rewarding ones. Um, you know, it's rewarding with these two because you're, you're learning you know, feeling out different things and but it just you feel for the horse you know yeah it's all part of it i guess don't you think that percentage wise though most people are at least most people we hang around are are sincerely trying to get better and oh, like, oh for sure I mean, yeah, uh, and their horses like them yeah. which is and, and that's 90 percent of the battle that's the, the beauty of being involved in a larger community. Like that's where it's just refreshing to work with the folks from up north. They're helping Kim. It's like, there's no, just give me a quick fix or like, I don't understand where you're going with this or, you know, whatever. Um, oh no, Faith just said, are you having the podcast today? I can't find the link. I'll have to tell her to go find it on Spotify. Someone text Faith and let her know. She's definitely on Facebook. Somebody send her a message, please. Yeah. And let her, I did Faith put Larson. on Instagram, by the way. I did, I mean, there is a note on Instagram yeah. that does say. So uh, people are, it might take folks just a little bit of time. I wanted to see. If so, but what I was starting to say, like you have a larger kind of, natural horsemanship or even specifically working with buck like community out there than there is here like it's a lot of relationship you know, like, based whatever you want to say right uh, that's not as, as big a thing around here i think people are looking for it that's why i get all the calls but for the most more so 
I get I probably get more calls that people want that for their horse than I I get I want that for my horse and I'm willing to put in the effort. Mm, that's tricky. Right? Is I want that for my horse and I I want that myself. I want to give that to my horse. I want you to give that to my horse. I want a good start and then there's kind of the underlying I want to have that to offer to my horse. Um but the full on buying in and I want to really develop myself is a little bit harder to come by. Oh, maybe not harder to come by. It's just not a, you know, a majority percentage, I would say, of those that are calling for training, of those that are coming to clinics or boot camp. That's a different story. Like they're wanting to develop themselves in their education. But I get a lot of calls for training that aren't of that mindset. Some of them aren't of that mindset to start, and then they realize this is what my horse needs. I need to step up, and they move into that. But there's just a lot of people who they don't have that even on their awareness. Like you send a horse to training, the horse gets trained, and then you ride it. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's so that's essentially it's a little bit foreign to how we think about it, but that's but maybe people are coming from logic would say that as it swept the country or the world really over time, like this is sort of inevitable because you can see like if it's working everywhere else, then then it must also follow that. But it's interesting to think that you're just a little bit in a a shadow. Shadow, you know, depending on how you think about it. Well, why don't you send all the girls to me, and then, and then you can just do the training horses. Yeah, you you can be. You can't have all the ones. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) You guys. So who? Someone. Some bunch of those girls went to the buck clinic last week. So I didn't get a chance to hear about that yet. Sucks that I can't see. Any comments? So there's nothing I can do about that. No, not the crew from out here, you mean? Someone else. Hmm. I thought Julian, some other people went. Okay. Never mind. I mean, I didn't didn't hear about it and they were here yesterday. I imagine they would have said something. Yeah, they would have said something. So I'm clearly mistaken. I'm super excited to watch a boozy go. Uh, it's been really interesting to hear NG kind of talk about some of the perceptions out in Ocala, you know, versus because he's super dressage, as you know, like that's what we've done. But he does ride in the in the Wade saddle, so he gets some really interesting questions about. So why did you decide on Western? You know, and like it's always a bit like where you're blanking going. Say again? Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like you, you just said, it's pretty pervasive it, you know, around the world, and it works. And there's so many, like we've talked recently, so many iterations of it mm-hmm. that, that are natural horsemanship or relationship based. And you know, that's why a moment ago when I said natural horsemanship, I, you know, kind of smirked as I said it, and then you re- reacted like, "What is that? I don't know. What does that even?" mean right but there's for as 
kind of far reaching as it is and how many people have felt the benefits and you know it's influenced their time with their horses their, their interaction with their horses in a positive manner there are just as many people who it's not generous but have their head in the sand or just have not been exposed been exposed yeah, to it yeah. right and part of it is i think have been exposed to all these you know plenty of other iterations that are like that's not interesting to me that's not what i want you know you're, you're not you have this relationship with your horse but you're not actually doing anything so it's pretty quick to write that off like i'm wanting to compete or i want to you know, it's so more, it's really been interesting. Mm -hmm. well with lucky uh -huh. because the goal because you know he's supposed to be a pack mule like mm -hmm. this is legit why he was purchased his family loves him but mm -hmm. they need a pack mule yeah like, they have a goal for him yeah and he, he's supposed to be doing a job so as i was spending time with him the last three weeks or whatever it is that that you know, with that in mind, for sure. Like, all right, we've got to get to where not only can he be all geared up and packed and okay for the first hour or so or whatever, you know, but he has to truly be confident to do this so that he can be useful. Otherwise, he's not useful. So mm -hmm. it, was a, it was a very interesting illustration of that kind of in the sense that there's no question about what he's supposed to it's pretty simple like it's not like oh i want to do grand prix or and you know is he going to be physically healthy enough to do that as a person it's very simple job mm -hmm. right and and yet he is not able to do his job because he's not confident and as i got as the days went by what I just kept seeing was, well, you know, a huge part of why this hasn't worked, I'm pretty sure, is because of the relationship. Which is not always the case, right? It could be, well, the animal's not educated, or the animal hasn't been exposed, or, um, you know, maybe, maybe weird reactions have been put in them like i said but every time i kept being like well because oh. he do you think that's a s certain kind of type of individual personality i don't i don't know enough to know i don't know enough to know because i, I would because i totally I get what you're saying like there can just be holes in terms of i haven't been exposed to this and so you expose them like oh okay i'm fine and then that's that sort of thing and then you know maybe this other thing worries them related to something that scared them before that's specific to packing and they kind of worry about that and they get through it oh okay i'm okay with that others are more distrustful if you talk about mustangs wild horses and um getting an older horse where they're if if they don't 
come to truly trust you as an individual, just exposure, if it comes in as yeah, you're yeah, yeah, get yeah. used to this desensitizing mm-hmm. is never going to work. No, exactly. It has to be a, yeah. I trust you, you exactly. get me. Mm-hmm. And I think like Michelle's horse boxer, there's no measure of just exposure. Right. Especially exposure with a, I'm going to get you over this, doesn't have a lot of feel that was going to get him to turn loose. You know, I, before any animal that enters Michelle's life is a lucky animal, but like he, um, I don't think he'd be or have had the chance to be who he is, content, comfortable with other people, if it hadn't been Michelle doing the work. Like I know a lot of people who could have him, could have, you know, ended up with him, and it, it would have been a kind of a constant, this horse is always spooky, this horse is always evasive, because they didn't get to that relationship component. So that's, what, that's why I say as a certain type of horse or, you know, whatever, because boxer is that, sort of personality that's like guarded and skeptical and protective yeah yeah so i was working with a mustang um the other day like i don't it's he's not that old but he's like seven or eight that came into a buddy's place and from the pens like three weeks ago or four weeks ago and he's been a bit of a tough nut to crack i guess so i was over there and just well it was was interesting playing with a bunch of different things but i i didn't i just did some things at liberty and really not at liberty you know while he was loose and and not um really with a super agenda just to kind of try to figure out what's going on and there was one point where he had let me into his kind of his little energy field right and was and we were getting to be where that felt good to him but I I think I was probably pushing it just a bit much because I would I did have people watching me and he he tested for sure if he could come at me now it was simple to block him with my energy which I had tested that just a little bit how movable he was just just because I didn't want him to come over the top of me, you know. Uh, but that was a that was a crossroad where it would not have taken much for him to think that that was an open door. Mm-hmm. With a kind of a blank slate, I guess is what I mean. Yeah. You know, then it's just natural to, to test those things. So I wonder <laughs> how natural it is for some horses to need so much more see here's the thing with lucky like i don't know if he naturally came that way i wish i knew that you know it's one of those things it's like god it doesn't seem like you naturally are flighty or insecure or things like but i would have said that the first few days the first week the way he walked 
to cross the ground just himself like leading him from here to there so i thought okay well maybe this is a flighty kind of an animal and then pretty soon well not pretty soon i mean it took a couple weeks and then you're like wow if i if i would have met you today i would not have guessed that you needed someone to support you yeah it's hard to t hard. i suppose we should just err on the side of like being supportive <laughs> um well that's interesting with willow too because she just seems whereas everything was tight and there's still spots where tightness comes in there you know kind of some of the ones that were tight spots before um but by and large she's just there's not not a tightness there i mean she's just a very mellow quiet relaxed horse she just needs help through these different areas that have been troubling time and time again you're like no let's let's stay the calm horse we are and when she's through that i can guarantee it, it's not like, like i mean you can already tell that she's not a flighty or reactive horse but she has learned to she has gotten scared by a number of things and not been helped to move in a way that helped her through it just allowed to be frantic and run around which just kind of kept reinforcing uh, this is the response and yeah anyway i i think with well, her a little bit different than what you're describing but well but this, that's the question right is is like so well it's not really a question but it's just an observation that there are i feel like we've come across horses that unless you are supporting them they will fall apart you know, I don't know, with some horses, I don't know that they ever be confident in the world yeah. without more confident. But maybe like Baxter is like, he needs the support of another individual mm -hmm. to feel all right. But I don't know, on the other hand, it's like, well, we keep hearing about these bridal horses that were at the bottom of the pile and not very Mm -hmm. assertive or, or confident until they were educated right know. you know there's how long were they educated how much <laughs> yeah. Been, you know, yeah. how much had they been brought through yeah but i mean it's still like you have to know how to ride them yeah so i got a new horse no <laughs> Oh, you don't have any comments? No. Okay. So seriously though, I'm, I am being serious. This is for you guys. We got, we got another horse for you guys. She's a little pony. She's three. Really, really, really good mind. Really good mind. And pretty confident, really in general. Uh, I think she comes confident. I think the, the last person that had her was super nice to her. Uh, and taught her some things. She's she was she was even super skittish when I went to pick her up. But like every day, she's changing, and naturally very uh, friendly and forward kind of a horse. Mm -hmm. But so I get on her. You know, I did a bunch. Of, I filmed it all for you guys. Come on, 
be happy. So I get on her just for a minute, but we're gonna film. <laughs> we're gonna film the first ride. But you know, you could run your hand down the right rein, and it's like, or I'm doing it backwards. You know, right rein. <laughs> like, oh boy. It's like so. That's a good example. If this this is a technical item that that the horse needs to know otherwise everything is going to go sideways and they will end up in a battle which then will undo all the confidence that she's naturally that she naturally comes with so i'll be interested here maybe you've already got an answer to this if i imagine you probably do what seeing it as a technical item, where do you address that technical item? Are you saying te technically we need this better on the ground or is it, this is how we respond to this. So I have to offer it with a feel. It's a very good question. Yeah. <clears throat> because there's, I mean, it, some horses you can go, they're just really sketched out on the ground, but you get on their back and they're like, Okay, we're good now. This one, or some, you know, they've got a lot on the ground, but they have a history when you get on their back. And so, you know, everything just you're like, well, we had this going good on the ground, but kind of a different story here. This, the way this is I have to offer it, you know. This, this is the first horse I've handled. So I worked her on the ground first. We did some things on the ground without a saddle. Uh, and then when I saddled her, she was, she was more confident immediately doing the exact same things. Huh. And I was like, Ooh, I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. Hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, super obvious. And isn't that interesting? Because it's like, all right. So this has to do with context of like, I know what to do more in relationship to these, this setup. It was really interesting. So it's a good question because I got on, she's little, she's 13, three. So cute. She's like, like a tiny Zorro. And of course feels very normal sized to me. <laughs> and so I get on her though. And you know, on the ground, it was really just a start on the first method of yielding the hindquarters. Really just to start. But I was curious what it would feel like when I got on her. She was being ridden, walked up canter. But it's always a funny feeling when you crawl on, which you wouldn't do with a horse that was seemed more sketchy, especially not in a big arena. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, if this horse doesn't stop with two reins, it's on. It's always funny when you get up there, you're like, People are cool with this. Seriously, if she had done it, she's a, she looks kind of Icelandic-ish, sort of, in amongst all the other things. You know, those things are bolty, right? They can be. <laughs> like, if she had decided, nothing. No. We got nothing. So, I would probably do a bit more. It's interesting. I mean, it's really interesting to hear you say that. <laughs> uh, well, I shouldn't say hear you say that. Here, you say that 
because like, how many times have I, you know, <laughs> described that to you and you're like, mm, I don't know if I'd be on that horse. Like, well, that's the reality, Emma. Like, you can get them pretty darn good on the ground and you get to their back and it's not necessarily translated one to one. Like, you still, but you have to make that, you heard that first me say, yes, but yeah. you heard me say on the ground that yes. it was like, 40% of what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nowhere near 100%. And then the other thing, like if you were going to get on a horse like that, though, it would not be in a big arena. Yeah. Because that's stupid. Because then that's really not fair to the horse. Because, th because if you have no way to support them, I know you know this, but if you have no way to support them from the saddle, which I didn't, other than just petting on her, which was valuable to her. So that's good and and she was not opposed to me being up there at least it didn't seem like it but you know then i think actually i really did think about this in regards to her because uh, i've been thinking about this a lot lately as in even regards to feather as i'm moving her through the stages of or i guess maybe we would say moving her from environment an environment that she knows that's set up for success to now, you know, we have to get into bigger spaces and we got to get in a horse trailer and then we got to, you know, so things are going to change. So I thought about this in regards to Feather and then I thought about this in regards to Prim. I named her Prim. Get it? Did you not read the Hunger Games? No, I saw the movies. Yeah. So Katniss's younger sister's name was? Prim, I guess. Yeah. I remember yeah. Details. Well, it's kind of okay. So this is a younger sister now, huh? That's right. Which is interesting because so, you'd probably, if you met Finn when she was, when you were here, little Finn, she's a halflinger cross. You maybe at least they pointed her out. I don't know. Anyway, I think she was Katniss's like shadow, and she's probably about the same size. I'm not putting Katniss out with the ponies. <laughs> Remember, she ran novella through a fence. Oh, but I gotta tell you, yeah, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, oh yeah, because novella doesn't smarten up sometimes, you know. Although Prim goes out there, and I was a little worried about because novella can get a bit kicky and squealy, and she has four shoes on. And here's this little three-year-old, you know, and I'm like, but she she's very earthy, so she was like, hey. And then Novella was wanted to be her best friend. It's really interesting how mares that are so solid in themselves are obviously the the so clearly the best leaders. Mm -hmm. Really, really interesting. It's such a good example. But anyway, being able to support the horse, like, and that's what I mentioned in the feather video text. You, you know, it's like we want to direct the feet so that we can support the horse. It's like, yeah, so that we can do things, but we have to be able to support the horse or the animal before we can do things. And Lucky is a great example of like, just going through the things, trying to, do, but, but not feeling supported. And then once, then you get to the place where, okay, now he cannot do the thing that I want him to do. Mm -hmm. But it's always like, get to the feet, get to the feet, blah, blah, blah. 
and I think why is such a huge reason. So anyway, getting back, getting on prim in a in a big arena, but then realizing, okay, I have no way to support her other than petting her for sure, which might work out. It might work not work out depending on how lost she gets. And the same thing with feather. Even thinking about like where I put the flag at first, because let's say I moved it to her, to the front of her before she was ready, then I have no way to support her when she gets scared and goes flying backwards. So it's been interesting that to every time think of, am I set up to support the horse rather than just like this comes before this comes, which is true, absolutely. But it's it's been valuable to me to think about, to think deeply about the why. Somehow it changes the context. And, and also then, then really it's like, well, okay, I'm getting on this course and I don't feel like I can support her. And yeah, I might be in danger. Probably not, but you don't know for sure. But more than that, I really don't want her to think that we're going to get in a situation where I can't support her. Whereas we fix it up a bit more on the ground, then she'll have a better clue. And, and even Michael, I think that, you know, she was sort of getting it, even though she was super racy to the right, like, like a few more times and she would start to start to get it. Probably, you know, but versus I'm, I'm just saying picking your places, you know, and being able to do it in a round pen where if she has to flow around, you can just hang in there. Yeah. And why not, not necessarily from a sense of self-preservation, although that should be part of it, but like, I, you know, it's different than getting on Davina at the beginning or something like that, where you're like, well, if she gets worried and bucks, she's going to fuck me off into the rafters. Probably this little thing, probably not. And still, it becomes really important for context in our relationship. Because the last thing I want is for the horse to turn away from me for support, which again, a little bit applies to Prim and also a lot to the wild mule who you, you can either show her one thing or the other. Mm -hmm. So I don't want her to even think that I can't support her. And, and it makes me yeah. think a little bit. It's, of it's stacking the deck, you know, because you're going to have to put her in situations where she needs support. That's right. And you know, depending on how slowly you want to do that, you know, You need more ability to support her. The bigger steps you're going to want to take, and you don't know what in her situation how big a step is going to be in her mind, too. Yeah. What are going to be the big steps? True. Yeah, that'll be really interesting, and of course, not a not a complete picture of like all animals, but I think of like I think of Lil you know, and how for so many years I didn't support her. I wanted to, I really wanted to, but I didn't. 
And yet, bless her, you know, once I was able to, she did change. So it just makes me think of, you know, Celine's owner and in situations where the, unfortunately, the context has not been correct, has not been valuable, conducive, whatever. I wonder if it would help people to think about that is like, again, recontextualizing your relationship. And, and that's a little, little bit, I don't know, where, where some of these descriptions of horsemanship, <laughs> I I'll go, eh, because horsemanship, the only way to have a successful relationship is to have horsemanship. So it's, so it's, it's like, what, what else is there? You, you can't, you, you cannot just go sit in a chair. Like I could, that would not have worked with, with Feather. I did a lot of that, but in order to be able to support her as things come up. And, you know, it also makes me think of, and this just bears saying, because I always think of how off track I was before is that whole thing of like a cold horse or, or a dull horse or a horse that naturally can cope with so many things. And I wonder if the mules are like this generally, a little, I don't know for sure, but I wonder if just generally they tend to be able to cope with a lot more things. But then unfortunately there is no building of a support structure or, or you can get away without it. So then, and so I just think of how, my thoughts about it have gone from, okay, a one rein stop is being able to support your horse. And then, and then expanding that to all of it is so that you can support your horse. Or your mule, <laughs> you know, again, I don't, I, I'm not sure how much support they generally need but at some point probably. Depends on the meal. Um, yeah. So there's, well, there's it's like, I, I didn't watch your whole video, but when you're talking in terms of balance, I mean, that is, mm -hmm. I was just talking to Val yesterday about Michelle like she's going even on all four feet but when it asked for more it kind of just plows forward because now we're going faster rather than asking for more and the hindquarters propelling us around and then because we're a little bit low, like with Katniss, it's a longer stretched out, even on all four feet round. When asked for more, and it kind of just gets longer and kind of can start to fall, then it's so easily tips in because 
they're to the inside of the arc yeah or yeah rather than going okay i'm gonna push myself up and around and so the confidence that comes and the support that comes from the horse getting sure of themselves and how to move especially in the context of with you but then supporting them in different situations where they might get scattered and out of balance themselves without your support saying oh remember this balance that we've developed um you know i just said numerous times to julie and val julie riding scarlet and Julie's been here a little bit more recently and and the conversation has been longer in terms of like she couldn't even go even without some support like Michelle could find even on a loose rein even if it wasn't really engaged Scarlett couldn't at first like she needed help laterally don't poke your nose out like I'm not gonna just go well okay however you want to go let's try to get even like she needed help but for michelle all to go from kind of long even on all four feet with an arc in her body to when i ask life of you we don't just take that angle and carry it forward more yeah, yeah. we change and i over and over said to val yesterday just just tell her I want you to go differently like there's nothing wrong with how you're doing it because she's not kind of poking her nose out or I mean it is put together in a long frame it is relaxed it is turned loose it's not you're asking for more and so I poke my nose out and, or you're picking up a feel and I'm kind of pushing into that or you know pick up lateral flexion and and we kind of bend here but the nose is poking out a little bit like all those things aren't happening but it's all very long right and when asking for more she needs to do something differently so just starting to say you can travel differently like i'm going to help you find a better way of going exactly is over time going to have Michelle feeling that much more confident in herself and in Val for helping her get there because she has confidence in Val and a relationship. There's a connection there that Val worked hard to develop and is, is paying dividends. Like it's getting, it's helping her along immensely. Um, and yet in terms of Michelle just feeling like rock solid within herself, mm -hmm. that balance piece is only going to help that where Michelle learns to go a little bit more poised and strong and solid. Such and a good feeling. Yeah. Yes. So, Such a good feeling. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's where supporting them 
Yeah. So there's, I feel like there's, there's maybe we could even split that into two things. First of all, supporting them when they get worried and then also showing them or adding something that they didn't have before. Yeah. And that's of course, so fun. So fun. A bit more what I'm used to because gymnasticizing a horse that, that is the heart of yeah. dressage of courses is, is, is being able to develop the, the horse into something that they weren't, wouldn't naturally be. Yeah. The other thing that comes to mind with it is, um, if I haven't lost my train of thought, oh, supporting the horse, like I was saying with Scarlet or what I've had to do with Willow is like, let's just not go there. That's more than the one ring stop. And that's not getting the horse square and balanced and proud in this new way of moving. I guess it is new way of moving, but just going, I'm going to support you with more than just the one rain stop. I'm going to support you saying, that's not helping us. That's going to keep, what else could you do? Going to keep yeah. you worried. And as long as that's the way we're going, we're going to keep going that way. There's no way. If I don't help you do that differently, I ain't helping you. Yeah. Isn't that, I'm, I love that you're saying that because remember how a few years ago I was like, there are a lot of people that I'm seeing that are going to be stuck forever mm -hmm. unless they learn the gymnasticizing piece. Like mm -hmm. it will not work. Mm -hmm and the period so pretty fun to to have that it really so, should kind of all go together so i i hesitate to bring this up because it's kind of a can of worms and not sure i 100 percent understood how, what exactly val was asking and i asked her to clarify but we didn't talk about it in a huge amount of detail thereafter. So Val said something to the effect, why in this style of horsemanship is the focus so much on, or it's not as much on the person, developing the person as it is on developing the horse and what the horse, what we want the horse to do. And then I said, okay, and, after I heard her describe that for a bit and I sort of answered, I went back and I said, well, wait a second, are we talking about equitation? Cause we've kind of been talking about that a bit and how to, you know, not be in the horse's way or not be out of balance or whatever, all the things that come with equitation, not be stiff. Um, or are you talking about the feeling of your horse? And the mental state you're in while you're offering things and like how little a horse needs in, in terms of energy coming up to perceive a difference like how light you can be and all that and I'm like well because at first I thought she was thinking equity. Well, whatever. It's kind of two different topics. And 
No, so I have an easy answer. And then the, then the next question would be the, I don't know, my, okay, give me your easier answer. It's super clear to me that I would say this is absolutely not focused on what the horse can do, except the horse is a reflection of you. So as we are discussing what the horse can do and how they can do it and the order of the curriculum and, you know, what you physically teach them, none of that will work unless the person is being and I think that's, that's what, I think that's the heart of what she was asking is why not start from, you need to adjust this, which is kind of what I had to do with the owner with Celine yesterday. Like it's not just get, get your horse to do that, this, that, or the other thing, but you need to adjust how you're feeling about this horse, how your present, what your presentation is in terms of the offering in terms of the way you come in it wasn't so much get your horse to balance this way or move that foot or have this flexion or do this movement if that was the way i was presenting it to her without a hold on like you know so i think some some of it is the you know, folks she's worked with before where she did get stuck or it was limited in how far um, you know, Julie's, they all kind of worked with the same person um, who's very accomplished and has written books and is popular and whatever. And it's like, I can it. only do so much. Like, this is all great. I've learned to feel and I've learned to offer things to my horse and bring my life up and, um, you know, have my energy change the horse. And I'm learning lightness. I'm learning. But, blah, but I blah, can't blah, blah. get my horse to do anything. Right? Yeah. But so it's kind of, I think the question was, and if we could read comments and Val was with us, we'd maybe uh, chime in. But I think the question was, how is, why is there not a little, little bit more emphasis on that? And part of my answer was like that, that I don't know. So, so, so just to clarify, part of the question was why is there not more emphasis on the how much the person affects what the horse is doing yes maybe i don't know i wish bell could type out the question i wish she could we might have to come back to it but um but when we can have her weigh in go ahead well it's just really it's it's a great question or it's a great topic a really really great topic <clears throat> but i think that is the that is that is the heart of the matter mm -hmm. be because why else would we be in horsemanship versus horse training if it wasn't about us changing so it a bit goes without saying mm -hmm. 
but I do understand her point. It's like, well, it could, should kind of be talked about more that they, that one is the mirror of the other. And so you can't, what I feel like is unless we are, unless we're directing the horse so that we can support them, we're not going to be able to be friends with them. We're not really, really super bonded for sure. And so we, we want that. But if we, sometimes the person can't tell how they're changing. I mean, think about when we're coaching. I think about this a lot. The way that I can tell if it's working is how it's coming out in the horse. But how it's coming out in the horse i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to the person mm -hmm. about like do it softer or think about it first before you do xyz or it could be like change your technique a little bit this way so that the horse can do it yeah so i guess in a way it goes without saying but in a way i do See what she means is that kind of one side or the other can be emphasized whereas it's a little bit like staring in a mirror it is what it is like on one side one side is how you are going to affect what you see <laughs> period yeah and what, what are you going to are you going to to adjust to get but I think that was her point like what specifically how do I adjust mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. down to the details and mm -hmm. I was like well that's why you're here like that's that is where we're going and that's what we are working on is the details is how to adjust um, and that's where I was like but wait did you mean equitation because we don't talk about that as much and then you know then it was well Except, except the way the horse is going dramatically influences your equitation. Yeah. And that's something Kim and I have talked about quite a bit because she's been frustrated at equitation. I was like, well, if your horse isn't going forward, it's hard to work on your equitation. And then as soon as the horse went forward, I was like, see, you're not that bad of a rider. And the more more consistent she gets, the better chance you have of matching that without having to do a whole bunch of work and thought in your equitation. And I mean, yeah, if you were to take equitation lessons, like legit, like if you're being serious, you would be on a, a horse on a lunch line, and mm -hmm. the horse would be going consistently. Yeah. Period. Yeah, and yet, the two can be done together. Yes. yes. You know, because equitation lessons aren't going to get you to, if you're doing it on a lunge line as you described, aren't going to get you to how do you present yourself balance wise, feel wise, where are your legs in, leg yield, haunches well, in. You know, you can kind of do a leg yield, but yeah. Well, you should be on a school horse, you know, you graduate yeah. to yeah. one that does, does a side note. Katniss really, really helped me in the beginner class because I had a gal who had, who really, her horse loved her and, you know, they had a few things to fix up, but 
we were going to do the half circle exercise up and down the pin. And, and she was just a little bit like, you know, I'm like, here, you take, take Katniss and I will tell you what to do. And it was so clutch because what a gift. She was essentially like being on a lunge line horse, learning how to ride, mm -hmm. you know, it was like, do this exactly. And then the horse filled and then she could be like, ha ha. Mm -hmm. Because same thing with haunches in or whatever, you, you know, if, if you're also trying to teach the horse, you would still do it. As, I think it's just the attitude that has to be a bit different. Don't you think? And then it, ha it really has to be like, you got to study the movement so that you know what the hell the movement is. Legit, not just the haunches are to the inside, right? And then the theory of how to ride it, but then this is, a, again, if you put everything in order, it will help because then you're not going to have giant holes in what the horse can do, right? If they're not soft off the outside rein, let's say, right? If they're not, if they're stiff to the bend, to the inside, you know, it's like, it's all going to be a mess anyway. And then you're just going to be up there pushing and pulling. And then you're going to think it's your equitation. It has nothing to do with your equitation. It's that none of your aids are working. No. Which is back to how does Emma get her horses forward when her legs are still up at the top of the ribs? Because <laughs> so much of yesterday, so much of yesterday was also like, my legs are still not effective. I'm like, yes, I understand that. I've seen that. I can, um, I can't identify you with you, but I can sympathize with you. Inte right? Actually, it, it intellectually understand yeah. it, yes. Um, <laughs> Cause you are not the only one that has struggled with this. And it's not simply me saying, here's your technique, go for it. It's a feel that to me is a difficult one to coach someone into as much as it's, you just keep working at it, keep trying for it, keep feeling at it, right? Yeah, yeah. But this is also that thing of driving versus directing. That's key, right? Because, if, because, because that would never work for me. I cannot drive the horse forward on a big giant horse. Nope, possible. I can present an idea directing the horse to do something and that's it. Yeah, still, <laughs> I'm still always going to be shaking my head, scratching my head until I, I get with you better on that, but. Okay. But just, let's I, just think about it. Because I understand what you're saying. Well, but but I mean, it's really a new concept to me too, in the sense that I've only been thinking about it in a, in a focused manner for a very short amount of time. In fact, I need to talk about back, to back about it this weekend because I don't think we've had that conversation. We'll see what kind of mood he's in. But yeah, I mean, I think it's a big deal. So one of the things I'd be curious to hear from you well, is... Okay, but so pause there. Because then it comes down to timing. 
but right. okay, but this oh. is what I'm saying though. Yes, it's timing, but you could still supposedly have good timing driving and releasing pressure and release. You know, you could get really good at that timing, mm -hmm. and that will get you a result if you can put on enough pressure. Yeah, exactly. But, but if you can't, and you're just you're looking to offer an idea, uh -huh. you have to be offering the idea in a time that invites the horse to do it. Just do it when there's a bend in the hawks. It's pretty simple. Val, you can punch me later. <laughs> no, I'll punch you too. Big turns. Um, <laughs> we'll avoid Wisconsin for a little while. But Michael, what I'm trying to say though, is I think that the intellectual idea of it, which is new to me, I wonder if that will be valuable. And you guys are going to have to say if, if that's helpful at all. Well, it, it usually is. It just takes continuing to think through that idea and then roll it around as you're working on things and letting it it's a lot find, finding it on your own in terms of okay i can see how that's applying here how to yeah yeah and i t and you guys will see this on the video crim because i i know i did talk about it is one of the con concepts you know friends first puzzles with answers and you get to move your own body i am not here to push and pull you around i am here to show you an idea and give you hints so that you understand it. But all of that is predicated on the theory that horses want togetherness. They want to be in flow. And now sometimes they can have gone pretty sideways and thinking that that's not available. But really and truly, if we're gonna talk about directing versus driving, And, and Gary talks a lot about that direct and support versus offering a feel and allowing them to, to find it. But I'm saying that there's a difference between directing and driving, but yeah. you have to direct or you have to drive sometimes in order for them to understand it. But Once again, I, it, none of it works. None of it works unless the horse is interested in cooperating. But I, I think we could probably all agree at this well, it, point. And that's maybe part of it is, so what I tasked Kim with, because there's kind of a sticky going forward thing from the saddle and I said, even if I was up there, the, the effective way of getting her to turn loose going forward is not going to be me kicking her in the elbows. It's going to be asking little bits, releasing. It's going to be, you know, rewarding. There was an effort. It's going to be lateral stuff that loosens her up. That might be a little difficult for her to turn loose to at first, but in the end, it's going to pay dividends going forward too. That you got this figured out on the ground. It took you a while. Sure. 
but you didn't just start going, okay, it requires firming up and I haven't been firming up well. I just have to change how I'm firming. She did still need to be like, come on, let's go. But she wasn't saying, let's go and then hammering her into it either. Like, you didn't go. I mean, there was like, go off and she kind of go and I said, no, give me a little more. Like, let's. Yeah. So there was finesse to it that she worked out partly due to my coaching, but partly her just feeling around for it, which that's partly why I've been so complimentary of her lately. Like she did a really good job finding something that fit her horse on her own, which ultimately is what you have to do. Even if you have good coaching, right? You have to figure out specifically what presentation is most effective. And it wasn't, and usually isn't just hammering the horse into it, right? So I told her, just think about, I don't, I'm not even gonna try to tell you what you did on the ground and say, now do that from the saddle Ooh. in this way. I yeah. said, just think, what did I do from the ground that got me where I am on the ground? And how would I do the same thing from the saddle? Rather than go, okay, what am I missing? How do I, what do I do differently technique-wise or, you know, thinking about, you know, you have to release for this and then as they get that, you release for that or don't get hung up in it being a, a formula in any way or a, Progression that is presented to you by me or whatever, right? It worked on the ground, partly with my coaching, but like I said, a lot of her just feeling of her horse and finding it. Figure out, like, try to remember what you did and mimic that, and it will work. That's so cool. No. I'm not sure what set me into that, but. Well, just that, that the person has to be different and the way they're thinking of it has to be different. And it's not just a doing, you know, being more violent, right? Mm -hmm. Or be, or like, I told you about the guy who kicked the mule in the shin, right? Mm -hmm. It was just more force. It was like, here's how you do it. You ask, you, you know, or you, yeah, you ask, you tell, then you demand or whatever. And you're like, okay. This is not, we're not talking about the same thing here. So, so we have to, and, and if you think about that, that's a bit of an extreme example for most of us, we'd be like, that's ridiculous, but, but, but it, it's the same dial. We're just turning the same dial just a bit more, right? In the sense that we're understanding, okay, we got to move the horse towards something that they, that they know where to be. Same thing with Celine or the or uh, the the Hathi or the Fjord, in mm -hmm. the sense that you know it's like well it's not here don't this is not it but then you don't continue to pursue the animal that way you just be like not this now here here's here's where I'm directing you with my feel first to be and then if you don't 
people understand it. I will help you understand it. But I wonder, Michael, if half of this is the person just not believing that the horse wants it as much as we do. And you see people just feeding out treats. So like much of it, though. The. Uh, and I only have like five minutes left. Oh, bull so. shit. You're always giving me a hard time. I know. Really. Unless, yeah, I know. Uh, okay. So your five minutes better be 10 because that's what mine usually ends up being. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Okay. okay. So, because <laughs> I'm always like, I got to go and you're like well is there anything else <laughs> no i just said i need to go Shut up. I but then you sucker me into it because then i do I go into something else. our time um so yeah now i've forgotten what i was gonna say oh i think <laughs> often what you run into when it's you're going well we have to believe the horse wants it as well wants that harmony they're willing and it and people don't believe that. And That's people don't believe feeding. that. Okay, but if the horse has learned, not like Celine to be violent in her reaction, or like um, Della, who, who just had this out to the to the left, if if the horse has just learned to put up with a little bit of pressure, because there hasn't been an effective follow-through and the horse is kind of just gets a little dull or is a little blank or the presentation has been a little bit abrupt and they're just like oh this is overbearing you know in some of those situations you say well the horse just needs you to back off and give them space and let them do it in other of those situations you need to go well i've inadvertently told you you could kind of ignore this but it doesn't change the ultimate answer, though. But if your legs aren't effective because you've kind of, they aren't very effective and you've kind of helped the horse ignore them. Mm -hmm. like, but we still don't get away from the fact that in the end, the horse, the horse is in. The horse has to move their own body and they have to understand and they, you know, do want to be doing it with you. And that's, that was a lot of what I said to Kim early on is she is disinterested in doing anything with you because it's boring as hell because you're just like going through motions and, you know, not wanting to. Because there's nothing to pay attention to. Yeah. That's it's not, it's not fun. Right. It's not engaging. Right. It's not like we're actually doing anything. We come out and we do the same damn thing over and over. And which is, I think, where Kim was frustrated at, at, you know, when we first started. She was, didn't know really what else to do because she could tell the horse was bored and frustrated and didn't enjoy it. And she didn't know what else to do, even though she had help here and there. But, like, she, I don't know. She needed more direct, specific, and kind of to crack through there. And now she's got a little bit more to work with. But... Um, so it just on the ground, it was more like, come on, let's go, let's do something. And I had her just turn the horse loose and like, don't be careful. Just go out there and say, get going, right? Like, don't go out there mad and wailing on her, but go out there and kind of surprise her a little bit and be like, come on, we're going to do something today. 
and they had just brightened up and was swinging herself around and like turned into this beautiful lope and it was just like just like, like finally and so I just had to stress over and over to Kim like firming up to the point of saying I don't want you to ignore me like let's do something is going to be more engaging to her she's going to appreciate that more and so back to my legs aren't effective it's so frustrating um you know I'll hear it frequently I'm like trying to help you but it's hard it's hard for me to describe what I'm doing with my legs because it is not just I'm kicking harder there's an energy and a presence to the way I'm presenting energy through my seat and my legs that I cannot find words to describe I, I can't do no. a degree right are you kidding me wow but I try maybe oh, in vain try and and to a degree it helps like there's some words you can put to it that are helpful but it's one of those where I'm just like, you're just gonna have to keep working on it because I'm giving you all I got in terms of description. I am familiar with this, yes, situation. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> oh, anyway, I I have a hard time just going. Okay, well, the horses, you know, wants to do it. I know you have to believe they want to do it. Yes, one hundred percent. Um, you know, setting it up and letting them find it, letting them move their own body, not chousing them into it or driving it into it or, you know, applying enough pressure that they get to doing it. You get it sometime if there is a pattern of not doing anything, you have to elicit change in the horse to where they want to or do move their own body or even have any idea that that's possible or, or that that it's what you actually want as opposed to wanting to kind of bump or you know squeeze <laughs> their side and not get anything right mm -hmm. so and there can be so many other factors are you blocking the horse with your reins are you not moving freely in your seat are you you know out of position left or right such that you're blocking the shoulder you're trying to move which is you know back to the little bit the equitation piece so yeah and of course I would I would just reiterate for Kim and and whomever else is short like me uh, one of the things I use a lot is to connect my core and my energy on the ground so that means that your groundwork has to be into the slack on a feel, go absolutely there, go in woe, because you need to have woe in order to bend the hawks, you know? So doing groundwork with that connection in mind, then that should be on the menu in terms of an energy match. Yeah. So it shouldn't be like, I have to somehow magically put this, you know, from the back of their mind or not even on the menu. To, it should be on the menu. And then you can do things to just have them searching around for what you're ordering. Yeah.
I usually, right? Yeah. So. And that, but, and that's what Kim, you know, kind of puzzled through finding is like, when I bring my life up, I'm bringing my life up in a way that's compelling and actually dancing rather than kind of, I don't know that I said this to Kim or that she was necessarily doing this, but a lot of times people have said, well, you're bringing your life up, but your life is going that way. Like you're going, mm, and there's no directing it out anywhere. That's a great point. Um, so. All right. We got to go. Did you know we're over by half an hour? What time is that? 10.30. That's normal. Two hours? I thought we were normally. Yeah. All right. I mean, we started out with thinking like an hour and then it very quickly became yeah, we're gonna get half. To and then more often than not, it gets closer to two and usually we're done in two hours. Yes, yes. Well, we could definitely go longer today. There's more to say, but I do have an appointment that I have to make at 1030. All right. Catch so, you later. Um, yes, but let's just say, so here's what we're doing, you guys. So this is a horse, for those of you that are new, this is the Horsemanship Remark Show, which Michael and I do live every Thursday morning at 630 um, Pacific Time, 830 Central. And we have recently, last week and this week, decided to move it to Facebook. It works better. That Like, the technology works better. So um, please tell... Except that we can't see comments, which we hope to figure out by next week. Yes, time. which could be a game changer. Legit. So, if, anyways... Yeah, if we can't get that going, then we are gonna probably... Have to yeah. 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 So, um, it would be at the Evolution of Girl channel. And, and um, we're also on Spotify, etc as well so you guys can watch those back all right those of well, you that missed us because you were looking on instagram sorry yeah sorry i did put a note there yeah okay all right so we'll see you guys all next thursday morning at 6 30 a.m pacific standard time 8 30 central have a good day all right, all right. bye everybody